0: From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails, garner great pet tips, and have a doggone fur flying fun time. So get ready for the paws and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer,
1: Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now today we're going to dive into mycology. That's just a fancy word that means the scientific study of mushrooms. Bum, bum, bum. Now, big question. Are mushrooms safe for our pets? Do they have any medicinal benefits that they can unleash on our pets? We're going to find out today. Because on our show, we have two amazing experts on this topic. And they're representing the real mushrooms company. And they are Dr. Rob Silver and Joni hamlet welcome welcome you two thank you great Great to be here thank you yeah hey pet pals get ready to discover the many benefits of mushrooms but we have to take a break first you know the drill so everybody just sit stay we'll be right back time for a pause for furry
0: ones actually sit and stay all behave we'll be right back Old Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore.
1: Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, today on our show, we have two top dogs in the world of pet supplements. And specifically, we're going to talk a lot about mushrooms and maybe a little bit about medicinal marijuana. So I want you first to give pause and applause to Joni Camlet. She's a registered veterinary technician. She's a certified canine rehabilitation assistant, and she's a great gal. So welcome to the show, Joni. I'm a fun gal. Oh, good. I like that part, too. Yeah, the show is called Oh, Behave. And uh, we also are welcoming a pioneer in the field of medicinal mushrooms and medicinal marijuana for our pets, He is, in my opinion, one of the world's top integrative veterinarians. So give it up for Dr. Rob Silver. I'm so glad you're on my show, Dr. Rob. Me too, Arden. Thank you
2: for that lovely intro. Um,
1: (laughs) It's all true. It is true. All right. He's a million let's dive in. I mean, I love to eat mushrooms, the safe ones. and Yeah. And, you know, I love some of the t- names. We know about shiitake mushrooms. We've heard of reishi mushrooms. Uh, one of my favorites from you guys and do my research, turkey tail mushroom. Dr. Rob, gobble, gobble. What is that?
2: Looks just like a turkey's tail. That's how it got its name. I mean, mushrooms have been around for know for for millennia beyond millennia and so you know as early humans you know discovered them and described them and talked about them with each other they mostly would describe them about how they look you know like okay like lion's mane looks like the mane of a lion or a monkey head i mean turkey tail if you look at it it's got those beautiful bands of color across it just turkey tail Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So these cavemen on their hieroglyphics, there might be, or in no, all, there should be some uh, mushroom drawings. I bet, right?
2: There are a few petroglyphs that we see with a mushroom or two in there. Um all not, right. the turkey, not the turkey tail. I think generally the uh, the agaric type of mushroom mushrooms. Yeah.
1: The, well, we don't have anybody from caveman time to attest to that, but I'm just going to take your word for it, okay? Oh, we actually do.
2: There, there was oh, actually yes. a caveman who was found frozen in a glacier in the Alps in France. And when he thawed out, they found that he had carried two types of mushrooms with him. One was used as a fire starter. It was a, It's called tinder conk, and it's, it can, when it's dry, it catches fire very easily. And the other was uh, called the birch polypore, which we believe he was probably using for intestinal parasites or something like that
1: yeah they found, wow you uh, have heard it first yeah. here yeah. on the old behave show that is amazing by the way his name is
3: otzi the Iceman. if anybody wants to look him Otsie, up
1: how do you spell Otsie, that
3: otzi i think it's ot is it otsi yeah.
1: yeah i can just see it now on jeopardy they're going to have a whole special show just dedicated to mushroom <laughs> experts you guys are going <laughs> to smoke them you're going to really backs this.
2: they they call him the ice man if they're searching for it versus the caveman
1: yeah okay all right i gotcha i gotcha so Joni, what the heck is real mushrooms as a company and i know don't sound real commercial but let's go for it i mean you guys do a lot of things but you like and i love the name real mushrooms that's pretty easy Yeah. No, real
3: mushrooms. It was started about eight years ago on the human side. And the veterinary line was launched uh, in March of 2022 uh, with uh, Dr. Silver here at the helm. And uh, when I heard that he was going to be creating these wonderful mushroom products, I couldn't wait to join the company as well. But we call ourselves real mushrooms because there's, you know, buyer beware, there's a lot of mushrooms out in the marketplace that are not actually mushrooms. And, Thank you know, you. I don't know how deep you want to dive in, into this, but, you know, the mushroom is a fungus has three parts, the what's called the fruiting body or the actual mushroom, which is the above ground part. And then there's the spore, which is the reproductive part. And then there's the mycelium, which is the underground, even though, mushrooms are, you know, fungi are their own kingdom. They're not plants, but the closest you can compare it to is like the roots of a tree or the roots of a a plant. That's the underground part, the mycelium. And there's a lot of companies out there that are making mycelium products and calling it a mushroom. And there's a lot of, I'm not going to speak to the quality. It's more the transparency around that, which is, let's say somebody offered, said, would you like an apple and handed you the roots of an apple tree? That just wouldn't, It just just wouldn't jive. So, you know, just because of the transparency and the fact that we actually, we sell mushrooms. We don't, you know, we don't sell mycelium. We don't, uh, there's no filler, which unfortunately the mycelium, it grows in grain or rice, and there's no way to separate it from what it's growing in. So they grind it up. We call ourselves real mushrooms
1: because we actually have real mushrooms in our product. I also think you could be called fun guys. Well, yeah, that's why I said I'm a fun gal, and Rob's a a fun guy. Rob's a a fun fun guy.
2: I'm (laughs) the fun guy, she's the fun gal.
1: Gotcha. We do want to do a salute, though, because there's a gentleman, Jeff Chilton. He grew up in the Pacific Northwest, and he's Canada, now his son, Sky. So, Dr. Rob, tell us about these two. uh, It's two generations.
2: I met Jeff about 10 years ago. Because I invited him to come speak at a veterinary conference because he is the global expert on medicinal mushrooms and particularly on medicinal mushroom cultivation. So he he's been cultivating a variety of different medicinal mushrooms um, for about thirty years, and that's been, amazing. And been you know um, uh, harvesting them and extracting them and growing them under organic standards. And then selling them to other companies to use in their products. And as the interest in mushrooms increased amongst people, his son, Skye, and his other son, Adam, reached out to him and said, Let's use your mushroom extracts, which were excellent, and let's make, you know, let's start a company and create products for people, which they did. And in eight years, they have become incredibly popular as the mushroom extract to go to when you want to do something good for your health you know so I was with another company and when that company uh, moved on and I moved on I reached out to Jeff and Jeff introduced me to Sky and they said oh we were just thinking about getting something with animals good timing so and then when I heard Joni was joining because I've known Joni for many years we've worked in this industry, the animal health industry for many, many years. And when I heard she was joining, you know, it was like, whoa, this is like a, 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 the dream job, you know, here it is.
1: The dream team, fun guy, fun girl. Yeah. And Joni, (laughs) I love when you, I've heard you say that mushrooms, you love them so much, they will heal the planet. What do you mean by that? I truly believe that.
3: I mean, mushrooms, I mean, there's between two and, and when we're talking about, I'll just say fungi, which includes molds and yeast, there's between two and 6 million different varieties. And, you know, mushrooms are not, you can use them for culinary purposes. So you can eat them, you can use them for medicine, but there's also mushrooms that are cleaning up Chernobyl. I mean, there are mushrooms growing in Chernobyl that are literally consuming the radiation and, you know, they wow. think turning that into energy. Were, one of my very favorite studies was a Japanese diaper study. They were trying to figure out what to do with the abundance of disposable diapers that were ending up in landfills. And they did an experiment where they sterilized the diapers and they injected them with oyster mushroom spore. And the diapers actually grew oyster mushrooms. They consumed the diaper. They used the diaper as really? food. And grew oyster mushrooms, and these very brave scientists actually ended up eating the oyster mushrooms. So you know they're the you know the great recycler. Um, wow! They're now, they're now burying people in mushroom coffins. You know, it's like let's not do the you know the embalming, all these things that you know that are bad for the planet. You know, let's just put ourselves in a little mushroom sack and you know, and bury ourselves and become one with the earth. And that's what I mean when I, when I you, talk about You have
1: about it. to both admit we're having fun, but we're also <laughs> learning. Yeah. And, and this is the part that, that's important. I, I am a little bit of a goofball, but years ago, I actually worked at Rodale Press and I did books on herbs and all that back when they had the, the Rodale family was running prevention magazines and men's health. So I've always been intrigued by them we're going to take a quick break but when we come back let's kind of look at some of the ways specific types of mushrooms can help our dogs cats in different ways and other companion animals but we got to take a commercial break so if you guys know the drill be fun guys sit stay we'll be right back
0: time for a walk on the red carpet of course all behave will be back in a flash right after these messages Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Pet
3: Hi there, I'm Kate Walton. I hope you're gonna tune in and listen to OB Hayes on Pet Life Radio with Arden Moore, because she's a delight.
0: We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox that is. Now back to OB Hayes. Here's Arden.
1: Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I am getting schooled on all things mushroom by two of the arguably top experts in that category. And of course, we're speaking of Dr. Rob Silver and Joni Camlet. They're both with the company called The Real Mushrooms. We learned about the man behind that and his sons, Jeff and Skye. And what was the other son's name? Adam. Adam. Of course, it wasn't Eve. It was Adam. Okay. All right. All right. So, Dr. Rob, you have dedicated, and you're an ageless wonder. So, I'm saying this with kindness, four decades to veterinary medicine. And you took it the traditional route and you said, you know what? I need to spread my wings. I need to look into some holistic modalities, integrative medicine. And one of the things I was really impressed with you is back in the 90s, you were one of the first to be certified by the great guy from the University of Florida in acupuncture. And I cannot say his name, so you need to pronounce it for me.
2: Shen She is, is, well, but I was, yeah, I was um, certified in acupuncture in 1993.
1: That's impressive.
2: And, you know, a a lot of people ask me, well, why did you even get involved in, you know, all this integrative, holistic medicine stuff? conventional medicine looks like it's doing a pretty good job. And, you know, after I graduated vet school, which was in 1982, I really thought I'd been taught everything I needed to do battle with all the diseases that our pets would have. But after a couple of years, I started getting frustrated. And it really was that frustration that drove my search to find new tools and new ways of looking at my patients, chronic diseases that could be better in terms of solving them or at least providing them with better quality of life, you know, than the conventional practices I had been you know, been taught. Now I'm totally on board with conventional medicine. I think it's really right. important. I think it needs to be practiced properly. I think probably it's gotten a bad rap because it's been practiced improperly with using dosages too high or the inappropriate drugs and things like that, not really looking at the patient. And that's what I learned is that you have to look at the patient. You really need to look at the animal and not treat it like a diagnosis, but treat it like an animal that has a disease and you need to treat the animal in order to treat the disease so that's what got me interested in these things and i started with diet and then i moved into herbs and herbs has been a great place to be you know many years and back when we started getting the legalization of cannabis i got into that full full tilt and you know and still am very much into it except that i'm working for a company now that is you know is entirely all in when it comes to the medicinal mushrooms it was a logical extension of what i was doing to go to the mushrooms as you know as real mushrooms was created we now had better sources for products that would have the good quality mushrooms in it because prior to that there really were not many companies that provide those kinds of products, even though we've known that medicinal mushrooms are very valuable to the health of people and to um, their pets.
1: And Joni, I love how it's all about how it's sourced, how it's prepared. The efficacy matters because you can get a mushroom in one place and another place and how it's processed and all that makes a big difference. So can you talk about... On the site, and everybody go up to it after our show, it's easy, realmushrooms.com. You're going to see chews, you're going to see capsules, you're going to see some powder form. You mentioned before, no grain, it's all 100% vegan, but I'm looking at it and you're saying that some of these products, based on how they're prepared, can help boost the immunity. Tell us some of the things that mushrooms can do for our dogs and other pets.
3: Yeah, well pretty much all mushrooms are, are immune modulating. So they're going to, they're going to support the immune system. In addition, all of the, when I say all mushrooms, the, at least the medicinal mushrooms that, that we know of, they're all anti-neoplastic. So they have
1: anti-cancer properties. Some, you know, some fan more fan than others. Also, I want to say this word because you're going to laugh. It's a powerful antioxidant, ergothionine
3: <laughs> which, uh, Is you know we like to say it's the most um, the most important vitamin that nobody's ever heard of.
2: Um, We call call it ergo for short. Yeah,
1: ergo. I would do that too. I'll name my next cat ergo. Okay, keep going. Yeah, and uh, yeah, ergo is amazing,
3: and it's something you know our body and any mammal's body has receptors for it, but the only source you can get it from is mushrooms. So it's clear that mushrooms. Going back as hunters and gatherers, we would eat mushrooms. And then as we became more industrialized, we started to consume mushrooms less. But I like to look at them, mushrooms as like health insurance. They bring a vigilance and a vitality uh, to our system. And I'll leave it up to Doc Rob to go a little more into the science behind how that, how that happens.
1: But well, we talked about boosting the immune system, helping yeah. the heart. There's some that uh, there's some ingredients yeah. that help the liver. But a couple ones that are really near and dear to a lot of our listeners climbing out of COVID is we have a lot of pets that have stress and anxiety sure. and seasonal allergies. So Dr. Rob, take over the leash on that one.
2: Well, you mentioned a couple of different conditions for stress and anxiety. We look at a mushroom called lion's mane. I, mu- I mentioned okay. it just before. It's a very unusual looking mushroom. It's got these kind of like looks like hairs or spines you know, coming down from it. It has traditionally been used for digestive system issues and been used very well for those. But recently, since we've been able to start cultivating and we're learning more about it, we've discovered that it also improves memory, it reduces stress, and also improves cognition in general. So right now, um, lion's mane is the most popular mushroom in North America because of its ability to help with memory. There even are some studies in early Alzheimer's that show patients the progress of the disease slowing down or showing some improvement in mild Alzheimer's. So everyone's looking at it with a great deal of interest for that. And it is something that would be very good for our pets. In fact, it's so good that I formulated it into a soft chew to make it easy. Because you know, if you've got a pet that's stressed, you're not going to want to chase them down that,
1: stick that uh, pill down their throat yeah <laughs> and relax and scream while you're doing it yeah yeah doesn't work for me you know no it would make the dog roar or the cat are cool. yeah. they're,
2: they're tasty they're very tasty they contain the lion's mane but they also contain another mushroom called reishi you mentioned reishi earlier right reishi is also known for its calming properties in fact it's used commonly by zen masters to Aid in meditation. So I put those two together in the soft chew. And then I put a few other things in there ah. to make sure they were going to work. You know, for <laughs> instance, a tryptophan and theanine, which are very important in creating serotonin in the body, which yeah. is relaxing and calming. You know, I put some herbs in there that are calming herbs like valerian and catnip and lemon balm and passion flower. And so the combination of the amino acids and the the calming herbs and the mushrooms in that soft chew, it works really well, really well. We call it relaxed mushroom chews.
1: I like that. Do you ever feel like you're sort of a orchestra conductor, only you don't have players in front of you? You have all these wonderful herbs or mushrooms and you're crafting a symphony of good health. Thank you. That's, that's very poetic. You know, I know it came out of me. I don't know where that came from. Amazing. wherever it came from,
2: keep it coming. You know, I'm what they would call a product uh, developer or product. I like form. that. And so it's like being a cook and I am a cook as well. I love the creative process in the kitchen. You know, when I okay. don't cook, when I can enjoy cooking. And so for me, it is, it's, it's kind of fit, putting together that perfect combination of ingredients to create that perfect outcome. And so I like
1: that. Thank
2: you for Well, for I it. want
1: people to check them out. It is at realmushrooms.com. Joni, you've had quite a career too. You've been a veterinary technician, which is to me frontline. I love <laughs> yeah. all my vet techs. I teach. I'm a master instructor in pet first aid, and I do work with a lot of veterinarians and vet techs and first responders, and we help people learn about pet first aid in a fun, obviously goofy butts credentialed way and I'm just wondering because you also want pets to to heal nicely so you got into canine rehab yeah tell us a little bit about that
3: yeah so for those that don't understand what canine rehab is it's like a animal physical therapist so yeah yeah you know I just kind of I was always interested in in older dogs and and movement and I I went straight into integrative vet medicine when I became I became a veterinary technician in my 40s. So good for you. Yeah, yeah, late in life, I loved it and got into the uh, canine rehabilitation. So, you know, we had an underwater treadmill. We worked with acupuncture, chiropractic, laser, uh pulse signal therapy, you know, and it's just amazing to see dogs that would come in, you know, typically in rehab, you see dogs that have been hit by cars, lots of Long back dogs like dachshunds and others, you know, unfortunately, lots of Frenchies that, you know, uh, that, you know, that have uh, sudden paralysis, um, Mm -hmm. uh, amputations, etc. And sometimes these dogs, you know, they're rolled in, they can't walk. And, you know, within a a few weeks, you know, they're moving, walking, you know, back back to almost 100%. So a lot of times in veterinary medicine and other things, you can't see a result you know you just assume the animal's better but what i love about rehab is that you actually like it's very it's very specific you you see something
1: i like that from someone who just had a knee replacement surgery and i'm walking great now i totally yeah. totally get it yeah. i i bark with joy now i bark with joy <laughs> I love it. so the thing about mushrooms what's the deal now with is the word getting out among your colleagues dr rob veterinarians are they finally opening the door to integrative a little bit more? Or where, crystal ball, do you see mushrooms' role in health for our pets in the next five years?
2: As far as integrative health, yes. More and more vet students are wanting classes and electives Good. and health. I, I do some teaching at a couple of veterinary schools, and this is primarily what they bring me in for is to... Good use these integrative concepts to the the vet students themselves. In fact, last night I did a a webinar on mushrooms for the vet students at Lincoln Memorial University in Tennessee. So what's happening is that more veterinarians, as they're becoming introduced to the concept that mushrooms may not just be the poisonous things in the backyard that that they got into after the rainfall, but actually may have a benefit in terms of helping their patients who may not be responding as well as they would want them to, because they've got such complicated chronic diseases, so um yes, and so I'm I've I've been speaking widely to veterinary conferences. Um, Joni and I offer lunch and learns in which we nice go virtually into the clinic, and we we talk about the mushrooms. We buy them lunch, you know, and and so we've got a cat. Are there mushrooms on the plate? If we, well, I think generally not, but I think that no. <laughs> it
3: depends on the location Yeah,
2: I guess gets a pizza <laughs> or something maybe, or, you know, or, um, but anyway, um, so no, and uh, veterinarians are opening up more and more. There was a study that was published in 2012 and then a follow-up study in 2022 using turkey tail to treat hemangiosarcoma, which is that terrible splenic. Yes dogs get, and they were able to get some positive results. And so that got everybody's attention and um, and, and increased the use of turkey tails substantially for cancer in dogs and cats. So, you know, we're looking for, you know, we're looking for more studies. Um, we need more studies. I'm hopeful that that working with real mushrooms, that we'll be able to get some studies funded, that'll be very important to veterinarians. There's some things that are interesting, like you asked about different mushrooms and what do they do? Like one, right. st- one study I'm working on right now with a couple of equine vets is the effect of the cordyceps mushroom on an endocrine disease, a hormonal disease that, that horses get called Cushing's disease. When dogs get it, too, so we may yeah, want wonder- to- at it in dogs, but cordyceps also has the ability to um, protect the kidneys. And so I'm also looking at getting a study started in kitty cats and starting them with cordyceps and seeing if one, if we can modify the disease, if they're diagnosed with it, or two, can we use it preventatively and reduce the incidence before it even begins? Because I'd much rather treat something before it becomes a disease, you know, than dealing with end stage issues, you know, with a disease.
1: Well and let me let me jump in because people are tuning in, have cats, dogs, and other critters. We have people all over the world tuning in. And that is kind of the kiss of death for the senior kitties. And I have an eighteen year old cat, Mikey, and a fourteen year old cat, Baxter. And I always worry about their kidneys, making sure they get enough hydration. We've got a pet fountain that they love. You know, we have organic bone broth, no salt. We're trying to give them. I think as pet parents, I think you've got a whole bunch of people coming up now that are going to be looking to people like you and the real mushroom groups and saying, what can I do in addition to their required vaccinations or whatever to do the best for their bodies? Would you agree?
2: I do. And, you know, we like to gift the hosts for the podcast that we attend with our products Given the number of cats that you have and what you've just expressed, maybe we can send you some cordyceps.
3: Yes, absolutely.
2: Out try it out yourself. The Don't thing about out. cordyceps, because cats are cats, you know, and I, I love cats, but cordyceps is related to truffles and it's related okay. to grills, two of the most tasty mushrooms out there. And so the cordyceps extract, it is tasty. I think it tastes a little bit like toast. And so to blend it in, starting with a little bit to begin with into their wet food could be a very easy thing
1: to do mikey and baxter say me wow yeah Yeah, we'll try it i've written four books during covid i've now have 27 books out there so some of them sell it's kind of interesting but i have written the dog behavior answer book if you have critters and i actually convinced my publisher to get kona on the cover i love it Mm -hmm. and then the cat behavior answer book and uh Pet Safety Cat Casey made the cover. So oh, after the show, we'll get your addresses and uh, we will autograph them and send them to you. They'll be worth a nickel more. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we will we'll do that. But we're getting close to the end. And I do want to see if there's some parting messages both of you had. I know we'll have to have you back on both of you. But because I went to Global Pet Expo, I've been to Super Zoo, every other table, it seems like a CBD oil and medicinal marijuana i'm kind of uh, from a newspaper reporter investigative for 20 years if your mother tells you she loves you check it out and my feeling is i would trust somebody like a rob silver with medicinal marijuana than some company that doesn't have the the history of uh, research that you have so there's a lot of uh, little dangers that you need to dodge right there are well Yes, and, and I
2: would say I would not recommend medicinal marijuana for a pet because medicinal marijuana contains THC, THC. Okay. and dogs are extremely, Cats less so, but why take that chance? But what we're really talking about is the non-psychoactive part of the cannabis plant, which is so valuable and so healthy. We're talking about the CBD. We're talking about okay. the G, which is new CBDA, the acidic cannabinoids, all of these CBN. And of course, cannabis has more than just those. It has terpenes as well. And terpenes that the smell and the odor, but they also are have, you know, a biological activity. Mushrooms have terpenes as well. And that's one cause for mushrooms activity as well as the terpenes are very powerful molecules. So I think CBD is something that has been proven to be quite safe in the dog and in the cat, THC, some tolerate it, but I think better, you're safer. Why
1: don't I just say no?
2: (laughs) The kinds of things that we're finding helpful to use CBD for include stress. So one thing I have found is when I combine those relaxed mushroom cheese that I described to you with the lion's mane and reishi and the amino acids and herbs, when I add CBD to that, it works even better. It's even more profound relaxation, but not sedation, just relaxation. Yes.
1: Yes. We don't want zombie pets. No, we don't want zombie pets.
2: pets.
1: What's your final message you want to give out, Joni? I I appreciate both of you being here today. We're just skimming the surface. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I guess my final message would be that don't wait until your pet is older and, you know, and having issues to get started proactively adding healthy, whether it's adding healthy foods, you know, adding fresh foods to the bowl, adding mushrooms, any kind of supplementation, you know, it's just, it's just like us. We live in a world where there's so many toxins, et cetera, that we all need a little extra in our pets too. And, you know, mushrooms are a great option for that daily proactive product, but do something, don't wait, don't wait till it's too late, because the wheels start to come off the bus before you start seeing it. I know. It. Uh, I, know. I
1: agree uh, with you. Every day, I'm with my furry Brady bunch. I'm a happy, happy camper because they all make me a better human. Everybody, let's. Uh, it's so honored to have on our show today, Doctor Rob Silver and Joni Camlet. They're with the Real Mushrooms. Please check them out. But they do so much in the pet world and beyond. That you're gonna be amazed that they even take a cat nap maybe once in a while. I don't know. I don't think they sleep, but we'll dive into that the next time they come because we've just skimmed the surface of some knowledge that they've shared with us. I also wanna thank my producer, Mark Winter. He is the executive producer of Pet Life Radio. We have been on the air since 07. That means we are the longest running pet podcast on the planet. Please check out the other shows on Pet Life Radio. Please subscribe to my growing YouTube channel. It is Arden Moore. It's free and there's over 600 videos right now. These guys are going to be on it later. So check it out. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave.